I'm Lexi Davis, a love embodiment coach who helps people create a love that feels like home, and I'm here to bring more romance and playfulness into the world. I'm also an international retreat host, vibe curator, and human connector. I serve people through my business, Alive to Enjoy, and this podcast where I invite guests from around the world to sprinkle their wisdom and expand your perspective so you can create the deepest love you possibly can reach in this lifetime. I also want you to live the most joyous life, whatever that looks like to you, and I hope that this slice of the internet brings you lots of smiles and helps you keep your heart open. Thank you, thank you, thank you for choosing Heart Snuggles to be in your ears each week, and I'm so glad you're here with me. Welcome Heart Snugglers, so excited to have you here and I was at an event a weekend or two ago, Sahara Rose's event and listened to this amazing guest speaker talk and I thought I would have him on the podcast for you guys because he teaches people about fear, which is an emotion I feel a lot of us do not know how to process or deal with. So, so excited. Go ahead and introduce yourself and share a little bit about you. Lexi, thank you. I love Heart Snugglers. I love that so much. Who doesn't want to be a heart snuggler? <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, my name is Ben, also known as the Fear Guy. So yeah, my whole job and purpose is to help people like just plainly said, you could say overcome fear, but really it's actually like for the sake of this podcast, let's just say snuggle fear in the sense that it's like it's befriending it. It's not just like any other emotion. You don't necessarily overcome it by avoiding it or fighting it. So it's not even about it's not about fighting your fear. It's maybe not even about facing it. To me, the next level is about friending it. So snuggle your fear is what I'm here to do today. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Okay. The first question of the podcast is what was the last random act of kindness someone did for you? Ooh, for me. I mean, it's every day. I mean, my partner, Belle, seriously, it's like countless. But one, like for me specifically, I mean, we're getting ready to travel for the summer. So it's just like all the cleaning, like the packing, the preparing, that's definitely, so maybe not necessarily random, but I could go on and on about all the things that she does just to like, to keep our ship and our home running smoothly with our family. So beautiful. I love that you have such a nourishing partner. Me too. <laughs> Me too. So good. So well, I'm going to get into that, but first let's just start about like, what got you so like excited about fear? The first instance I had like viscerally with it is I was probably like 16. I was 16 years old and my first dream ever was actually to be a rapper. And so in high school, I got into hip hop and it was actually a thing I very seriously pursued even in my twenties until I stopped and, you know, went back to college and all the things. But I put out my first CD and I sold it in like the halls. I went into like basketball games, you know, like the classic, like burning CDs on my computer, slapping a label on it and then going out and to sell it to everybody. And from that, someone asked me to perform at an assembly for the school. And in that moment, I can remember the feeling in my body where it was just like this, hell no, oh my God, I'm terrified. And it was like this, hell yes, I must do this. And without even thinking about it, I think I just said yes. It just came out of my mouth like, yes, I'll do it. And <laughs> that was the first moment I can really remember like vividly, like, oh, this is like this feeling that I'm so scared of, but so exhilarated is, you know, my soul calling me to do something that 
I know I'm supposed to do and that I'd love to do. And so that was the first instance where I was like, oh, this is an interesting feeling. And then music actually is the thing that got me into it, where I have always been interested in, you know, being great and like fulfilling my potential and being quote unquote special. But then my friend gave me a book, a friend that I was rapping with. And the premise of the book was to essentially the way to be successful is to do everything you're afraid of. And so I already had that feeling in my body. And then that just put the words to the feeling. And so I started just seeking out everything I was afraid of. So at the age of 19, we started calling ourselves fear fighters. And I just started, it, it could be anything, you know, big, small, just doing everything we're afraid of. And then eventually, you know, about 10 years later, I realized, oh, this is something I'm really practiced at and naturally inclined to feel and to see and to work with. And so I was like, oh, like maybe I should help other people. And then as soon as I rebranded, I signed like four clients in a week. So I was like, okay, there's something here. And then I just kept following that path and all the clues and all the crumbs. And it's taken me here today. Amazing. I love fear fighters. It's so cute. Mm-hmm. But now I'm fear snuggler. Fear snuggler. It's- <laughs> Oh, it's so good. I think, yeah, I also want to talk about that because so many of us, there's such a, we're trying to like get rid of our quote unquote negative emotions and, you know, eliminate them. And that's obviously not the right path because they're always going to come up. And it's not about like becoming fearless because fear is always going to come up, whether it's, you know, every time you're up leveling or whatever it is. So can we talk about that? For sure. Yeah. So it's like, like what you said, it's not about being fearless because that's, literally impossible, right? That's like saying, <laughs> I don't want to breathe. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like you're human. So you're going to feel and you're going to like, you're most, I don't want to say most, but your, I guess, primary primal emotion is fear because it's based on survival. Like it's there to tell you when something is going wrong or could be danger around the corner. So it's there to make sure to keep you safe. So it's very simple, right? But then that's also like, where most of us don't have to like look for a tiger around the corner, don't have to be worried about it. And so our brain hasn't caught up. So instead of worrying about tigers, we're worried about what people say on Instagram. We're worried about what our parents think. That's actually a bit more, you know, real as far as like survival goes. But like, we're worried about things that like are pretty much an illusion in today's day and age. And of course it goes deeper than that. Like there's spiritual and energetic things tied to it. But it's like the answer. I've just seen it again and again and again. Like once you do the thing you're afraid of, that's when you become free. It's so freaking cool. It it could be a tough conversation with your partner that you're afraid of having. It could be a truth that you're, you know, afraid to share. But that's the part of you that wants to be loved and accepted. And so if you're afraid of sharing it, that means that you should because it's like, that's who you really are. And that's who you want to be seen as. But part of you, you know, in your past, that's been rejected or abandoned or hurt. And that's why you hide that part of yourself. And that's why you shame it is because it's afraid. And so, but the like I mentioned, the only way to like heal it and to like, quote unquote, overcome it is to truly like welcome it. And most people spend a lifetime running from and avoiding their fear. And they get exactly what they don't want. Mm-hmm. Isn't that funny? <laughs> it's like you're just perpetuating it to show up again and again and again and exactly. again. Exactly. It's like, hello, when are you going to see me and love me? And then, yeah, you continue the pattern. 
So I think that's so beautiful and so important. And to really like leaning in is, of course, the essential. So lead us or like walk us through an example of a way that you can actually like move towards the fear instead of doing the avoidance. Yeah. I mean, people definitely know the phrase, you know, feel the fear and do it anyway. And that's a classic. And I feel like that's always a good place to start. I'm just like, okay, I just got to feel this feeling. Step one is just seeing it and breathing with it. And as simple as breathing is and as easy as it sounds, that's what's going to regulate your nervous system, which that's what fear triggers and activates, puts you in, you know, like your fight or flight. So that's what you have to start practice, just like being safe within that feeling and that discomfort. And so it's like, do you meditate? You know, are you able to take like three deep breaths? Like even I remember driving down a snowy mountain a few years ago and it was like terrifying in this snowstorm. And I remember just like slowing down my breaths and then like all of a sudden everything became like much more slower and like focused. So like, obviously that's like my fight or flight is activated because I'm like, you know, dangers nearby. I could crash, da, 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 da. But that could be anything of like, yeah, like a difficult conversation, a stressful situation at work. You're about to share your gift or quit your job or post something on Instagram. It doesn't matter what it is. So it's like just starting to get curious. And like you said, just lean in. So instead of immediately avoiding or immediately suppressing it and running from it, is maybe you just stop and maybe it's not leaning in yet. Maybe it's just like, okay, I'm not going to run away. I'm going to breathe. I'm going to get curious. And I'm just going to notice what I feel in my body. Like, are my shoulders tense? Is my heart beating fast? You know, are my palms sweaty? Is like my chest tight? Like, what is it that you're just like feeling? And then that will just start to like that practice of just bringing that awareness and that breathing and being present with like what you're feeling is just a super simple practice. So you can, like, to me, it's almost second nature. It depends if I come up against something really triggering, then it's like, oh, you know, then it's heightened. And then it's a new experience for me to get accustomed to. But it's like, when you're first starting out, it does feel foreign. It does feel unfamiliar. And that's the whole point is that you are stretching your capacity. The same thing, like when you do yoga or you do a workout is like, wow, this is really hard. And I'm stretching my muscle or growing my muscle very like exact same thing of just like, am I growing the muscle to do these uncomfortable things and breathe through this discomfort? Because everything inside of me tells me to not do this thing because I'm so familiar with, you know, not speaking my truth or not saying the thing or whatever the thing is. And so maybe you just start writing it in a journal of here's my truth. Maybe I start saying it in my mind. Maybe I start whispering it and then I start saying it and then I start claiming it. So it's a practice of just those are a few little ways you can start leaning into it and not just expect yourself to go from zero to a hundred. I love that. Yeah. Cause often it's like, we see all these people like facing their fears and it's like, okay, yeah. like I got this and you go to do it and then you fail and then you're like, see, I can't do this. And you yes. just the story. And yeah. So I love that like inch by inch is definitely the way and just being bringing that compassion because the fear really needs your own compassion. Yeah. And like what you said, right. Of like, that's typically what happens is you try and do it and then you fail at it. And then that just feeds your loop of being incapable or not being good enough. And then you are just feeding the loop of why you weren't doing it anyway. And so, yeah, it's like just doing little small things to build your confidence and trust in yourself will help 
like replace that story of I'm not good enough or whatever that may be. Agreed. And I'd love to talk about keeping one of the biggest fears I see in my work is people opening their hearts, especially yes. men being afraid because you oftentimes don't have vulnerable spaces to share about these things. So I would love to hear about your journey of finding your partner and how you opened mm. up. And Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's cool. I feel like not all men, but of course not all, but from the ones that I've encountered, it seems like a lot of us, our hearts are open through, you know, partnership which is freaking beautiful. And I think that's part of it. But yeah, I remember when Belle and I first started dating, she had just got done with the Joe Dispenza retreat. And so she was super tapped in and like, and I remember she would put like, when we laid together, she'd put her hand on my heart and just like, kind of like gently like rub it. And she would just say, open, open. Like, it's kind of cool actually to tap into right now. Like, I'm, it's, a, it's definitely like emotional, like, Cause I can remember that feeling. Like I was so closed and I didn't even know, like I'm definitely like a chill, loving, vulnerable, soft dude for the most part. And my heart was still closed. And I think that's something that you may not realize. Like if you're more comfortable with the feminine, you, you still might be closed, you know? And so that's how it started. <laughs> and oh man, there's so many moments of me opening it. And then the exact thing I was so afraid of came out. And the difference though with this time in the past was like I committed to stay open regardless. And that was a big moment for me because then that's when the, you know, like true heart expansion happens. And like when I'm choosing myself and loving myself no matter what, because I was afraid of committing in a relationship, my fear of commitment was really like if you're fear of abandonment, a lot of men, you know, like I want my freedom. Like that's a big thing is like, I don't want anyone telling me what to do. Like, I don't want any responsibility. And it's like, yes, but like, that's how you claim from my experience, how I claim my manhood more is by accepting more responsibility. And it's been an amazing teacher. And really, right, that desire for freedom can sometimes be a fear of responsibility because, right, afraid of getting hurt. And it masks itself really well. But a lot of initiations, like I can remember times when I would share things and we'd have experiences together and I would be like shivering in bed, like convulsing, like my nervous system, you know, my body's like releasing energy and absolutely like terrifying, like seriously so triggered. I'm just like shivering and shaking. And then one of the moments that definitely helped me blast it open was like an MD mayor ceremony we did together. And that just made, it was the first time I've actually done any psychedelics or plant medicine is with her. And it just, it made me realize how neck up I was. And then what happened, because I had such a misconception of it, but like, because for me, right, I'm judging all these people like going to raves and like, not that that's bad or wrong, but my judgment was these people are just getting fucked up and avoiding everything, you know? But what I felt for the first time was, it was like a trap door opened to my neck and just, it just opened. And like all the information I had in my head, I just felt it in my body for the first time. Like seriously, it just went brrr, like I embodied it and I felt it. And I was like, this is the complete opposite of like just being messed up in the head versus being so embodied. And I know that's not the case for everybody's first experience, but for me, like I was like, oh, I get it. You know, like, and all these downloads really like downloads. And then another big one was having my son where that 
is so freaking, it's just so freaking cool. And I remember hearing about, you hear this all the time where parents say, you've never loved anything more. Like you don't know what love is until you have a kid. And it's true. But then I realized something I was like, wow, like I love this thing more than anything. It doesn't have to earn it. It doesn't have, literally doesn't have to do anything just by existing. And so I just turned that question like back at myself. And I was like, if I feel this way towards this amazing human, why can't I feel that way towards myself? And so I just started practicing that unconditional love towards him, towards myself. And that was another way I've just like truly, truly felt worthy of receiving and worthy of love more than ever, which has impacted, you know, my business and so many things because I've been willing to open and in more ways than I could ever know from my family. So beautiful. I love that. And I want to talk about kind of some of the sneaky ways. because I feel like a lot of people and men, as we're talking about, like don't understand the ways that it's you're being protected by your heart and staying close. Like some of the things that we're saying, it's like, you don't really realize the dialogue that's happening. That's keeping yeah. you close. So can you remember any of the things like in the relationship that were coming mm. up? <laughs> I mean, it's like, Oh man, it, it's like tough to, I should like make a list of like all the sneaky ways, especially for this thing. It's, I feel like if you're just not, if you're avoiding anything, or if you say that you're not afraid, then that's a really good sign to look at your fear. Cause it's like, everyone is right. I'm very happy to admit like, yeah, of course I still have fear and I'm happy to look at it and to love it and to go and to lean into it. And so if you feel tightness in your heart, I feel like that's something, or if you feel a resistance to share something, or if you're saying something to please someone, this is something that I'm still working on all the time, right? Of like, like altering my point of view or my truth just to make things like, you know, easier or dumbing down my desire. So it's like, I feel like a big one is, are you wanting to stay? Like, are you wanting to go deeper, but like, you run away from intimacy or like there's classic self-sabotage things, right? Where people even like cheat because it's like, they're afraid of going deeper with somebody or it's like, you might even blow things up, like make someone mad because it's like, you're afraid of going deeper, you know? So it's like, there's all these little things that you might be doing that you don't even realize like, Oh, that's contributing because I'm afraid of being seen, like fully seen for like who I am. And so just start looking at like, where are you fully not expressed? Or where are you avoiding conflict? Where are you? Like, I feel like those are probably just like key, right? Like, where are you running? Where are you hiding? And where are you avoiding conflict? Mm -hmm. Big or small? What would you say? I'm curious. I find what, what gets tricky for people. It's like, oh, but my intuition is telling me this. Yes. So maybe we can talk about that. <laughs> Do you want to be a part of an extraordinary trip of a lifetime where you'll be surrounded by open-minded, fun, and inspiring humans from around the world? You'll be in a space that is so safe you can express all of you, not have to hide or hold back the tears or the weird accents you love to do. The amount of unconditional love you will feel will make you feel unstoppable. You'll be in a tropical paradise surrounded by beauty in the Balinese jungle. Every day you'll eat delicious, healthy meals cooked by a local chef, and instead of cleaning up after, you'll head to the glass sauna and relax. 
you love growing and are ready to leap into the unknown and connect deeper to your spirituality. At the end of the week, you'll leave feeling like the weight of the world has been lifted off your shoulders. You'll be smiling ear to ear and feel as light as a feather. I will take care of all of your needs for a week at the all-inclusive Alive to Enjoy retreat this December 2nd through 10th. You can book a call with me, Lexi, at alivetoenjoy.com slash retreats. And I swear this will be hands down the best way to end 2023. All genders are welcome and all people who are here to make this world a better and brighter place. Yeah, it's so interesting. I actually have, if you guys are interested in this, I have like a free intuition training. It's, I'm super proud of it. I've gotten like really cool feedback from people about how it's helped them make cool, like awesome decisions in their life. But I thought it was my own intuition too. I actually, a couple months into our relationship, I ended it because I thought it wasn't as like passionate, quote unquote passionate. But really what that was, was, you know, my trauma speaking is like, it needs to be a rush all of the time. It needs to be heightened. I'm like, Love, like yes love like what we see in the movies and in the books and it's we don't realize like if we grew up in a chaotic household then we'll we'll classify like that will feel like love and that's to me you know with divorced parents and not really a present father or my mom had to play both roles and so it was like that is i grew up thinking what a relationship is and so my quote-unquote normal is not a safe relationship. And so fortunately, our souls chose to come back together and, you know, multiple times contracting and expanding together to learn this thing. And so why I'm bringing this in is because I thought that was my intuition telling me, oh, this isn't like lighting me up in the way that I thought. But really, that was just my fear speaking of like, I'm unfamiliar with what a safe relationship is. (laughs) And so it's telling me, oh, this isn't what I, this isn't my normal. And so your intuition, like this is honestly tricky. Like you're probably going to have to make some mistakes, which is totally fine. Like you're going to have to learn and like learn from experience of like, does you're going to have to make some choices of leaving or coming or going. And like, probably if you're doing that multiple times in a relationship, I would say that's probably not a healthy one, but maybe if it's a couple of times or one time and the intuition is soft, it's peaceful, it's safe, but it can still be exciting. It can be expansive. It can be like opening of the heart versus fear, right? It's like heavy, dense, constricting or cold and heavy and confusing, like really like buzzing in your head and overwhelming. And so, right, if you're in a relationship and you feel called to go deeper, deepen the intimacy or commit or break up or whatever that is, is thinking and feeling really feeling into okay is the decision i want to make does it scare me but also does it feel peaceful does it still feel exciting like on the other side of that but also you can tap into like is the excitement on the other side could be your fear speaking because now you don't have to deal with it anymore so it's so nuanced right of like i might be excited because now i'm running and i feel free or is it more of like I'm committed to like learn with this person and in my heart and in my body, they feel safe and they feel calm. And that doesn't mean I'm settling, right? There's such a, there's such a nuance to this of settling and peaceful and still growing versus like chaotic 
constant up and down, stressful, fighting, you know, taking jabs at each other all the time? Or is it just like, oh, like we have a peaceful, like soul connection. Like I'm just feeling like what we feel like. Obviously, we still have to put so much intention to it every single day and choose each other every single day. But it's like, I know that we can and we will get through everything because it's just like, to me, we are both committed and it just feels different than other relationships I've had because one is like, I know I wasn't my best self. Like she inspires me. She makes me better like every single day. And I know that's the same, right? It's a complete dance and we have a lot of similarities and also a lot of differences that complement each other. And this is, this is an art too. Like, it's not like, let me listen to a podcast and I figured all of it out. I was like, not nah. like it really is like these relationships are art and messy and gooey and freaking awesome and all the things. Yeah. I think, I mean, there's so many points, right. It's, and I, I really love that, that each unique love is its own piece of art. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's never going to look the same. It's, there's not like, Oh, if you feel this, that means that it's like, you really have to tap into your own body. Like you're saying and, and navigate and, and discover and honestly most of the times we're not even familiar with like is this fear or is this my intuition and like oh is this person actually bad for me or am I just trying to run away and I like how you said that like is excitement because of running so I'm free again yes and I would love to talk about like how actually it can bring more freedom being in commitment yeah I mean right if you talk what's that classic saying I think about discipline equals freedom right that classic like it's it's interesting. I don't, I guess with that thing is related, but somewhat unrelated, but with like commitment, what I found, and I used to wonder too, of like, okay, like, can you truly, like, are we really meant to be with one person? And I feel like there's a whole spectrum of that. But with me, like what we choose is definitely like one person. And that has come with more freedom because it comes with more depth of, for me personally, I know I would be surface level with multiple people or one people, right? Is like my heart would be in two different places versus I'm all in on this one person and this family and this, my energy is in one place, not scattered or like, what do I see? It's like torn or like disoriented or jagged or broken. And so it's scary, obviously. And I feel like that's why a lot of people probably jump relationships or whatever, because it's like, you know, you're looking for the next high, basically. And if you're consciously choosing that, cool. But I imagine a lot of people don't want that for the rest of their life. Like none of us want to be alone. And if we like, there's a difference of like alone time versus like alone. And I think we all know that. And so shoot, I just got totally off track. But what would like, does that resonate like with you or what do you feel? Yeah, I feel that extremely. Like I was avoidant very much so in that attach, you know, attachment styles. Yes. Like obviously you've been talking about it. I was very avoidant because I feared abandonment because I was abandoned by my mom. And so I was like, oh, you know, like thinking like, I love my freedom. I'm an independent woman. Let's (laughs) go. Like no man's going to tie me down. So Mm -hmm. then I started to realize like, I love that depth and intimacy. Like that is so much better. And I feel more free because I'm more safe and like yes more of like me that's able to show up and like and the more me I'm able to be the more free I am like authenticity is the truest truest source of freedom so 
it's just like this beautiful container for each other to like grow and to keep showing up and messing up but like having someone there to still love you and love you through those things and a lot of these wounds are created in relational trauma so like being in relationship to move through that and still be loved through it is like the most healing thing ever yeah i love how you just beautifully like wrap that up because yeah like it really is a key right of like those experiences happen in relationship and we usually heal those through relationship it's not about like trust me I actually, yeah, I'm similar to you in the sense that like, I thought I wanted my freedom because it, but really it was just easier to be myself, right? Because I didn't have to like have the reflection of everybody, anybody, or I didn't have to stand up for myself or I didn't have to be abandoned. You know, I was like, I valued my freedom. And this is why, you know, we often choose like unavailable people is just for that same thing, because then it's like, well, I, I can feel like I'm in a relationship, but I don't actually have to do the thing fully. And yeah, I definitely re- like resonate with that of like, I thought I did so much healing on my own, which I did. And there's a necessary part of that, but coming into relationship, I'm like, oh, like the, this is the actual like game time. The other stuff was like practice and like the off season. This was like, oh, like I'm training for the real thing and then going in the game. Yeah, because then your partner is constantly reflecting back to you like, you can't like you can't hide you know from anyone so yes seeing you're like fuck don't look at me do that you know it's like so hard to be seen when you mess up or like your your shameful parts come out it's like yuck you know it's really uncomfortable so how do you deal with that like discomfort of being seen by someone else oh man how do i that is a great question i mean i feel like you can go back to just like the simple habits right of like for me i love working out i love the sun like if people know human design, I'm a projector. So alone time is huge for me. So it's, that's, what's sometimes tricky too, about the intuition of like, wow, I really love and need alone time, but am I like using that to the extreme? But now it's like in the relationship, I do have to speak up for myself, you know, and like have that because it's like, it's easy for me just to be like family, 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 which is amazing too. So just in this example, right, of like the shameful parts of myself of like, just sometimes I'm like, I gave more than I felt okay with. And sometimes that's going to happen, you know, just like, that's just the reality of like, especially like having a family and like, not everything's going to be perfect, like trauma healing response. And, but like how I feel it probably more than ever, just having compassion for myself. Cause I'm definitely a perfectionist. So like, instead of like, oh, I responded perfectly or I did the thing exactly how I wanted of just like really honoring myself of like, okay, like it's okay that it wasn't like you exactly wanted. So how can I just like feel like, okay, even in that, because even that's technically healing and that's what I needed as a kid anyway, for me personally was like literally just to have my feelings acknowledged. And so that's what you know, how I reparent myself too is again, how my sons helped me of like, oh, I can validate his emotions so I can validate my own. You know, I'm just like, it's cool how through parenting we can reparent. And so I feel like yeah, that's probably the biggest thing for me is just, oh, I have shame or I have guilt and like, just like not trying to be perfect or positive all the time. Cause that was definitely my trauma response as a kid to make sure that I wasn't hurt or that I wasn't sad or just because, you know, how things were growing up, I wanted, I became the caretaker and to hold on to everyone's emotions and not have my own. 
So it's like to honor my own is really important. That's so beautiful. And I really love too, that your son is constantly teaching you because yeah, I mean, it's just the beginning too, because he's just a little baby. So it really is just the beginning and it's wild. And one thing I hear too, which always kind of surprises me is I hear a lot of guys even say like about just like about becoming dads. I know a lot of dads feel useless or they feel like they can't wait till their kid gets older kind of thing. But for whatever reason, I'm like, this is amazing from the get go, you know? And it's like, yeah, I'm excited as he's gotten older. Like, it's cool to have him like be more interactive and like saying words and stuff. Like he's not even a year and he's saying, you know, like purple (laughs) and like caterpillar. I'm like, whoa, dude, like, how are you doing this? And, but it's like, I've enjoyed every single moment, like from the beginning. And I guess like, that's how he's teaching me. But I think I'm not sure why I brought that in, but maybe someone needs to hear that of like, like, you don't have to wait. Like if you're a dad or soon to be dad or will be a dad in the future of like, you don't have to wait until like get involved. Like you are capable, like in this moment. And it's really, really cool to, and I'm grateful, you know, for the freedom of schedule that I get to see him as much as I get to, you know, like multiple times a day, which I'm grateful for. But yeah, like I never would have obviously don't have a kid just to like, I don't want to tell anyone what to do, but it's like, you know, it's like, I can just, it's the most unexpected. It's like, I knew it was going to be like, level me up, but I didn't know how much like it would help me. Mm -hmm. You know, like I knew it was going to require a lot of me to like provide, like, cause that's usually what a man thinks, you know, it's like, oh my God, I'm pregnant. All right. All right. Now we're going to do all this like financially and like, oh, it's more than just me. Oh my God. But it's been so freaking cool. Like what you just said. Yeah. Like he's taught me and reflected back to me because I know how we parent like so intentionally and consciously. And so it's just reflected back to like my relationship within myself of how I want to like feel and love and parent myself. So good. There's two questions I want to ask, but first we'll do this last one. And then there was one about, so first is the, the fear of providership is such a big one for men. I see constantly like not even getting into relationships because they feel like they need to be a certain way or like going into fatherhood because they feel like X, Y, Z. So how did you work through this fear? Oh, I love this question. So it's like, it's such a mix. Right. And that's what I was saying. Like before, when I stopped myself of like, because obviously there is a time for everybody, you know? to get your finances in order or whatever but sometimes that's obviously like you know an excuse of just like when is it are you ever really going to be ready the answer is no like that's why you just you just have to experience it you know it's the same thing with like a cold plunge or whatever discomfort thing we do is like you can look at it and think about it and breathe and watch youtube about about it but the only way you learn from it is literally getting in and so Fortunately, I really enjoy learning by experience. That's like what I do. It's part of my design. So I'm fortunate that way. But it's like, to me is, that is like the experience. Like he has inspired me. Like even, it's not like when I I say my business, but it's really like my dharma, it's my purpose. And I know like, I know we're connected in a lot of ways, like for each other. We're definitely like pretty similar in a lot of ways too. Like, so if you have a hesitation to like always, you know, provide, okay, I'm bringing it back around. So I remember when he was first born, I finally understood. I was like, oh, this is why people sacrifice everything because you love this person so much. You literally like 
abandon yourself, right? That's even biologically, right? It's like you will give your life for this little human, which is amazing. And that's part of it. And also what I realized is like, oh, like now there is no other choice but to live my dreams because it's like he's watching me. Like I am literally the example, you know, that he is looking toward. And to me, that's the biggest like honor. It is a responsibility and it can be like pressure. But to me, it's an honor. Like to me, it's like motivating more than anything to be like, wow, this little human is literally looking to me as like, and just feeling and learning subconsciously, you know, from the things that I do. So it's to me just a huge honor. Like, yeah, it's scary and all the things, but I feel like if you just go in willing to like learn and like it's it's so freaking fun. Like it really is like the best thing ever. So cute. And that's like a perfect example, right? Of just like, you knowing you want it, but the fear was so loud. It's like fear is never going to yeah, go. So th- when you jump in, it's like immediately the gift is there. Like, okay, I get why I had this desire and why I want this. So I love that. And then the last question I wanted to ask was, so especially in partnership, when you see your partner responding and acting in fear, and that can obviously trigger us because we're like, you know, how do you hold space for someone else's fear that you're really close with? Yeah, I'm honestly, I mean, I'm definitely a holder better at holding clients' fear <laughs> than her fear. Because it's not as personal and and I'm better holding my own too. Mm -hmm. And so I'm still learning so much about it. But like even, I forgot what it was like a week or two ago. What was it? It was the event, interestingly enough. I think it was Friday and I spoke on Saturday and I just came on Friday to check it out. And I was saying I was leaving around four and I think it left like at 420. So later than I thought. And, but I remember, right, it was like, I think we had plans or something to go later to that night. And so there's like that stress around like, and like upset, especially as a man or really anyone, but to like honor your word. And so like, I remember just like holding that tension and it's such like, not like immediately apologizing, you know, I'm just like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Cause it's like in my mind, I've, that's my trauma response, right? Is just immediately take the fall for everything. But like, honestly, that's not attractive in a man or really anyone, but also it's like not attractive and cool to be like a dick and just like, you know, like gaslighting everyone. So it's like this nuance of like, "Mm, like I can take ownership for my part. And how can I just like sit in this discomfort and like let it simmer and then also let it settle because I know like I can feel there's like a trigger happening and it's so it's hard to explain it's like breathing energetically almost it really is like when you say like hold space like you really are just like like holding space for the discomfort like because you're not trying to fix it and that was definitely my thing again growing up of like wanting to fix my mom's problems and so it's like "Mm, like my job isn't to fix this but i can show up in a loving way to hold space and to listen and not showing up like in an insecure like scared boy way and it's so nuanced and it's so it's yeah it's weird but i can remember that was one of the first moments where i felt like oh i'm doing it like i'm doing this weird dance that i've usually gone to you know each extreme and swung the pendulum so many times but i'm like finding this like little sweet spot but so much practice and so many not so much so many times not doing it perfect 
Yeah, it's really hard to, you're right. It's so hard to explain. And it's the hardest in the moment because it's a trauma response. Your body's acting, mm -hmm. reacting. And so like to withhold the reaction and to remember like you love this person in front of you. So it's like, how can you like do all of that at once and land in your heart? It's, it's a definitely tricky thing because yeah. fear is so overpowering. Fear is like, whoosh. It's like this like urgency yes. act now, go, go, yes. go. So to like slow it down and like see someone else coming at you with that same energy. It's a, yeah. It's a superpower though. Like it really is like, cause you're right. I was like, fear is urgent. Like it's the immediate response of like, I've been wronged or I'm going to get hurt again. And so it's the immediate, like, it's almost like a, when the doctor, what do they call it? Like when they hit your knee, it's like, boop, that's the, that's like that, you know? And it's, so it really does take so much practice to just like begin like noticing, oh, I'm just reacting and then start to choose and to like breathe and to feel and it's a wild freaking thing because there's it's like endless. There's always new things that you can discover and new scenarios that it responds differently to. Mm -hmm. mm. Well, thank you so much for all of this conversation. Last question I'd like to ask is what makes your heart snuggle? <laughs> I love that. Uh, what makes my heart snuggle? I feel like there should be a song. <laughs> what makes my heart snuggle? <laughs> you can make us a rap. Yeah. We'll what makes my heart snuggle? That. Speaking my truth, not getting in trouble. <gasps> I don't know. What makes my heart snuggle? Like, I mean, we've talked about this a lot, but definitely, yeah, like my son. Honestly, that's probably the definition of a heart snuggle. Like at any time of the day, just to like go play with him or, you know, pick him up or hold him or see him laugh or giggle or say a word. It's just like immediate dopamine and immediate like heart snuggle. <laughs> seriously it really is just like whoa like just immediate like i guess instant gratification in a way like definitely takes a lot of it's a whole thing for sure but like just just the little things are just like just like whoa like this is so cool and i get to see so many a day yeah i mean i don't have a baby yet but every time i see a baby i'm just like they snuggle me even just by looking at them they're so yes. cute so yeah, i definitely can't imagine how your own would make you feel but thank you so much for this conversation. I would love to for you to share with people what how they can work with you, what you do. Yeah, thank you, Lexi. Thank you for having me. So it's, yeah, I mean, my specialty is like helping coaches and healers, anyone like artists, like anyone who just like has a gift inside of them and helping them unlock that gift because usually we're afraid of doing the thing that we most desire. And so it's like helping you unlock that gift and create a thriving business by being yourself, which is pretty freaking amazing, which I'm sure you can attest to of like, again, just like a relationship, it takes lots of practice. It takes lots of, you know, trial and error to a constant adaptation. But like I had a client who quit their job on Friday and like, that's the coolest thing ever, you know, to like be in the presence of someone to watch them start to create their dreams and like what's on their heart and to just literally do the thing that they've always wanted to do is such a joy and such an honor. And so that's what I do one-on-one -on -one people. I also do group coaching. I have a podcast. It's called The Fear Alchemist. You can go check that out. I have a course that's called The Fear Alchemy. So in any which way, wherever you are in the journey of just beginning, there's free stuff. You can go to feeling-free.com or just go to my Instagram. It's The Fear Guy. You can find all the things. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. 
you made it to the end of the episode so now it's time for our snuggly heart breath of the day place a hand or both hands if it's safe to do so over your heart and take a big breath into your heart center open your mouth and let it go I'm so grateful to have shared this time with you. If you enjoyed this combo, please share with your besties and your fam. And if you're a visual person like me, fly over to YouTube and watch the video. If you want to do a random act of kindness today, please leave a five-star review so more people in the world can get their hearts snuggled. <laughs> you're helping tremendously when you do this, so thank you so much. And as a gift for doing so, I'll give you my Soften Your Heart Medi that feels like an exhale and a hug from within. When you leave a review and email me at the screenshot to heartsnuggles at alivetoenjoy.com. You can also find the email in the show notes and you'll get the free meditation. Sending you the warmest, comfiest hug and lots of unexpected blessings your way. Remember that every single person just wants to be loved. So how can you be loved today?